I've got about ten seconds to tell you how to get two-for-one tickets for top draw comedy nights near you thanks to our friends at the TV channel Dave at absoluteradio.co.uk. Also, I've got to tell you about how you can win prizes while you're there too. I've run out of time, though. Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio. Absolute Radio. Ha-ha, here we are. Welcome to the Frank Skinner Absolute Radio midweek podcast, which is like when the wrestling used to be on the telly and on Saturdays on New- on World of Sport. And then there used to be a, a late-night Wednesday night show that Kent Walton used to present. And I remember you, at the end he'd say, Happy Thursday, Friday. See you Saturday. <laughs> Which I very, and he also used to say, hello, grapple fans. <laughs> Brilliant. Um, yes. So, yeah, so here we are. And it's, it's, I'm here with uh, Emily and Gareth, of course. Mm-hmm. Of course. And uh, I, I, um, start. <laughs> I um, we Well, Abbey Road's closing, isn't it? Did you read about that? Oh. Because EMI... Not the road. No, not, I don't want, not... I don't want people to think this is travel. <laughs> I was going to say, how diversion. am I going to get through to St John's Wood? I know, it's, it's going to be <laughs> tricky. Well, there's a question and a half. <laughs> I thought he was a celibate. <laughs> so, um... No, the studios. Yes, the famous. Where, it, it's, where, just out by where the uh, zebra crossing is, where the yeah, uh, Beatles probably. did all their stuff. Mm. Quite EMI... near heels. Is it near Yeah, there's a branch of heels there. I, I didn't know that. Yeah. That's a good landmark for mm. a certain yeah. sort of lady. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so they're, they're talking about they're going to have to close yeah. it down. It's a Beatles, um, mm. it's a Beatles relic, obviously. Mm. And Chris Evans has come out. He had an article in the paper in the middle of the week. Well, what's he said? Um, he said he's put his neck on the line. Mm. He said that Abbey Road Studios should be preserved <laughs> as a museum to the Beatles. All right. Oh. I say, controversial. Well, we can uh, remember this is a man who's you know we can we we're, we're new kids on the block in this radio mm. business. I like like so, so he's he's saying that this should, that Abbey Road should be saved because it's a Beatles thing. I think the first two tracks he played on his first show was All You Need Is Love and Babe You Can Drive My Car, mm. and his um, advert on the telly was based on Twist and Shout yeah, by the Twist Beatles. And, Shout. and I think you know it's good when. It, when a DJ champions, you know, a band, an obscure <laughs> yeah. band, you know, that need that need championing and, and sticks with, because you know, a lot of people thinking, well, I might, I might check them out. Yeah, Radio Two <laughs> listeners aren't necessarily don't have their fingers on the pulse net necessarily. Of the well, music many scene. of them don't have a pulse. <laughs> <laughs> Um, <laughs> so people are going to think, well, you know, if Chris Evans likes them, they're going to yeah. have something let's going give, for let's them. Let's give those young boys from Liverpool a chance. Yeah, let, let's Google them and <laughs> see, see what other tracks they've done. I used to say, when people say, what's your favourite Beatles song? I'd say, Free as a Bird. You know that terrible one oh, yeah. they did? That was that last Wee. one that was discovered. I heard, yeah, uh, I heard that being played. It was something like Radio Carlisle played that. And the DJ said, to, of course, uh, being in radio, I, I, I actually spotted the edits on that. Oh. And I, I loved it. Oh, so much inside information. So, yeah, so um, I'm going to check out the bit. There must be a greatest hit. The Beatles, how do yeah. you spell it? B-E-E-T-L. Well, it's funny you should say that, but I can't answer that without um, advertising a major airline. <laughs> I mean, it closed down 20 years ago, <laughs> nevertheless. We worked with someone once who said that he thought the Beatles were um, underrated. He did, yeah. yeah. That was, let's say we worked with someone. It was, uh, it was the former producer of this show. <laughs> and it was uh, instrumental in producing that word, 
former. <laughs> yeah. Well, that, that was la- that was last year, so that would have been before they'd properly broken, maybe. Well, that's before that uh, Chris Evans, yeah, yeah pushed them into into the really uh, into the public them. domain. The way he has, yeah. No, no one can say they're underrated now. <laughs> yeah, they they are hot, hot, hot. They're so hot right now. Oh, I guess so that's a, a good old, uh, good old Chris. <laughs> <laughs> we've had some, we've had some email. We get emails in midweek, which is what I, I like. I don't just send them in for the show, people. So, if you want to email us, it's absolute dot slash. You don't know what com. it is, thanks. No, but it'll be now, those will be components, and it's just a matter of getting them in the right order. <laughs> absolute. You can go slash. to the website. There's Absolute there's... slash. Don't, don't send anything to that. You'll get quite the wrong website, I'm <laughs> suspecting. Oh, I have it here. Absoluteradio.co.uk and then something else at the end that I can't read the writing <laughs> off. Look, if you've, if you've tuned in to get this, you know, you know you're, on, you're already on the website. Well, don't stop being so stupid. Speaking of the Beatles, we have an email in from someone with a surname McCartney. Oh. Johnny McCartney. That's a fabulous link, if you don't mind me saying. <laughs> Is there someone yeah. in the Beatles that was very, called McCartney? That's very sort then. of regional TV news show of me, wasn't it? Um, dear Frank, Emily and Gareth, love the show. I've recently been downloading the podcast from the last year or so. Blah, blah, blah. <laughs> That's a lovely way of responding to someone who's taken the trouble to... Yeah, go cool. well, blah, blah, blah. on praising us. Yeah, oh, exactly. I know, don't do too much praise. for your praise. Well, I, like, um, read it. I think you've all got really interesting Gives me time voices. to look up if the Beatles got any tour dates. I'll <laughs> go and check them out. Mm. <laughs> Carry on. And as my girlfriend volunteers at London Zoo, I was imagining... To do what? I was imagining you what, all as animals. What, is she food? <laughs> <laughs> she might clean out the elephants or something. I was imagining you as Can ele- I just say animal? there are no elephants at London oh, Zoo? Oh, no, you're right. You're right, Frank. Sorry. I like the idea of cleaning out the elephant, so what a job that would be. <laughs> okay, so she, she works at London Zoo. Yeah. So, as a result, Johnny McCartney was imagining us as animals. Frank, he sees as a white gibbon with a bow tie and a waistcoat on. <laughs> <laughs> what I like about that is, like, years of me thinking... Well, you know, I, I like to think I do a bit of clever comedy. I think, you know, I like to feel that like I use my vocabulary and blah, blah, blah. People at home thinking, very gibbon-like, isn't he? <laughs> Immensely gibbon-like. I uh, like that he's put you in a sort of brummy club as well, with your bow tie and your waistcoat. Yeah, but you know what's odd about it? It feels right to me as well, mm, the white gibbon with the... Uh... With the waistcoat. Yeah. OK, Emily, an ostrich wearing a diamond necklace and very probably a tiara. Oh, I, th- I feel you've been ostracised. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so he's obviously got he got your like grandness. I don't know oh, where, yeah. quite where the ostrich. He's things. got the measure of me. Yeah, Gareth. That's it's a slightly rough old bird. <laughs> oh, oh, oh no! Well, my Sorry. ostrich won't be talking to your gibbon. There'll be no fraternising <laughs> between the species after oh, comments no. like that. Oh no, you've hurt okay. her feelings, and she's put her head in the sand. Oh, hey. <laughs> Gareth. A Yemen chameleon with Doc Martin boots and an Alex James circa 1996 floppy haircut. Mm. A Yemen chameleon. Very specific, Johnny yeah, McCartney. Yemen. Oh, Yemen, 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 Yemen chameleon. That's what you are. <laughs> I've been thinking about Do you that. come and go? <laughs> Sometimes. Yeah, OK. Um, Just go next time. Oh. Yeah. Sorry, everyone. Sorry. <laughs> and your colour's like my dreams. That's the trouble with being simian. By nature, <laughs> it's wanting's inclined to chatter and be mischievous. That's what I find. 
Yeah, but you've got that terrible white fur. It gets all dirty. You look grubby. I've got white fur, but my behind <laughs> throws a red glow that makes the entire area behind me look like it's the house of yeah. prostitution. But in a fight, I think we all know who's going to win, guys. What? Eat, what? The tiara-wearing ostrich. Ostrich versus gibbon versus... What are you again? A Yemen chameleon? chameleon. We've got to find the Yemen chameleon yeah. for a start <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's going to be changing. Uh, maybe they don't do that. The Yemen ones. Is it? Is it Yemen or is it Yeah Man Chameleon? <laughs> anyway, Yemen. okay. So um, thanks for that, Johnny. We have had an email from Luke Smith, um, and he says, "Dear Frank and Gareth, um, I am mm. I am a fifteen-year-old boy. <laughs> All right, who has for a long time enjoyed comedy." However, I've often ignored. Well, not that long. <laughs> no. <laughs> I mean, it's all relative. What's he called, sorry? Luke Smith. Luke, okay. Oh, it's sm- yeah, it's spelled Smythe. He Smythe. sounds quite oh, posh. Think, I like the sound Do you think it him. might be Smythe? I think he should adopt the stage name Warm. Luke Warm. <laughs> Luke Warm. There was a time oh, when... Oh, uh, that's good. <laughs> when I first started in comedy, there was lots of people with those kind of... Yeah. There was a, or he could have he could have Luke Cassade. <laughs> yeah, Luke Cassade would be great. Yeah, um, yeah Luke so, out <laughs> if he worked in yes. the north. There was a comedian. There was a comedian called Dwayne Pipe. I remember it used to be around when I started. It used to be the, quite the thing, the funny comedy. It's all gone now. Everyone's got straight. So anyway, so what was Luke saying? Yeah, Luke is saying. Um, I've enjoyed comedy for a long time. However, I've often longed to be a comic myself. Hmm. I have done a little five-minute set with a school programme, but would love to become a better comic. Any oh. suggestions from Luke? Um, P.S. Uh-huh. <laughs> Despite Emily's age, I think... <laughs> Despite Emily's age, I think she is a beautiful woman. <laughs> Pity I'm a few years younger. Oh, <laughs> I think that was, that was one of his jokes. Well, uh, I'll, let, I'll let him off the age reference. Yeah, I think um, the, the beautiful woman was a, that was a leg pull, obviously. Yeah. I don't think it was. No, 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 okay. no, I think that's sincere. But I think Luke, if you're going to call someone a beautiful woman, r- r- avoid the word despite. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> At all exactly. costs. At all costs. <laughs> yeah, well, that's, you've learned that if you haven't learned about comedy. The only advice I ever got from um, senior comedians when I started was one of them said to me, never leave your wallet in the dressing room, mm. Um, mm. which I never have. Really? I must admit. But um, actually, how to be, how to be, what do you say, Gareth? You're, uh, I think you're nominated for the Chortle Best Newcomer Award, which people can vote for on the Chortle website. <laughs> ha ha. Um, I think, well, the best advice I've had is just to keep going, keep doing it. Keep going. Like people said, you know, said funnier people than them had given up. So, just mm. keep going longer than everyone else. Oh, okay. <laughs> Did I give on. you this advice? It sounds like it keep sounds on like keeping on. What's basically kept me going is keeping going. Yes. <laughs> well, yes. But you have to. The only way you get better is to carry on doing it, isn't it? Well, don't look at Everyone's me. Everyone's rubbish or, at the, or the only advice I can give you is don't sleep with them. <laughs> Other than that. Yes. <laughs> and for a 15-year-old boy, that's good advice. Yeah. <laughs> I seem to remember getting lots of advice early on along the lines of get off. But yeah. um, that was... I don't know yeah. who that was from. That was Voices in the Darkness. <laughs> Ignore the audience early on. <laughs> yeah, exactly. But no, I, I, you're right, you've got to get up there. I'd like to hear the five-minute mm. set done for a school programme. What is mm. a school programme? I think, like, something that's been programmed 
in at a school no an activity that's not true is it, it yeah. but couldn't they have their own little video tv channel they could have done that i think this thing's i think we should have luke should send that in and we should check him out and then we can do a workshop mm. hmm. that's what i'm thinking if you're listening luke or if you're looking listen <laughs> oh no it's stop luke and listen yeah. <laughs> but if you do go on to become a comedian, I, I won't be able to date you. I'm afraid. What? Because he's too young. No, because he'll be a comedian. Would you never ever date another comedian? No. Oh, bitterness. Oh. Scar no, not tissue. bitter. Just knowledge, my friend. <laughs> Experience, not prejudice. Experience, Judas. Yeah. <laughs> I find that uh, aren't comics that I find them to be the most intelligent group of of people on the planet. Well, I agree with you, obviously. Yeah, but do you um, know when you meet, when I met politicians, mm. they tend to be blithering idiots. <laughs> Whereas every, I think more or less every comedian I've ever met is um, smarter than mental. the average bear. But, and um, a bit mental. But yeah. maybe a little bit obsessed with themselves above everything else. Um, yeah, probably. <laughs> I'm no, taking I the think, Fifth Amendment on I this think, one. Yeah, okay. Fair enough. <laughs> Speaking of being obsessed with yourself, did you read that... Um, Chris si- Evans. Simon... No, <laughs> done him. Oh, yeah. Simon... Well, he's uh, destroyed his reputation. Yeah. Who's next? I think he's... Uh, you know, I premiered a film... I did There's a thing at the the, booming, the uh, British Film Institute... Oh, yeah. ...where I did it on, on Monday night, I did it, and uh, you introduce a film that had a major influence, you know, on, on your life, to, you know, to share it with people. And I did uh, this film called Lenny, which is about this American comic... Mm. I'm I'm guessing that uh, Chris Evans will be doing Hard Day's Night. <laughs> Here's one you'll have missed. But trust me, just bear with me. They've got something, those boys. <laughs> yeah, they've got something. <laughs> he's gonna go, I think he's going to go for the, fri- the, the ginger fringe cop. That would be fabulous. Um, now, Simon Cowell um, proposed this wow. week. Oh, yeah, he did. And I was, I've never heard of this before. And it's hard because I've never questioned this, uh, that... I've always... I, I've never proposed to anyone. Um, not marriage, anyway. And I always assumed that, that it was done with just the two of you together. Mm. But Simon Cowell... It was, how many people? It's like a dinner party. Well, his ex-girlfriend was there, which in itself seems a slightly odd yeah, person that... to invite along to a proposal. Um, and her husband, I believe, possibly some, you know, publicists or something... I imagine the answer around mainly with publicists. Yeah. So his ex-girlfriend was there when he proposed to yeah. the new woman. Yeah, over dinner. And he got out the 250k sparkler. And that's what the tabloid said. <laughs> They're <anyway>. fireworks. <laughs> How big a sparkler that would if, if someone got out a 250 quid sparkler, I'd be out of that room like a shock. <laughs> when that gets lit, that's going to be like some sort of... Terrible solar explosion. <laughs> no, but imagine being asked with people sitting there at the table. I mean, mm. the, the pressure. Well, you couldn't say no. Well, you wouldn't say no to Simon, would you? Who would say no to Simon? Someone else who was very rich, maybe. But Oh, uh, no, I like Simon. I met him once and he was lovely. Really? That's all did, I'm going to say. Did, did, you say no? <laughs> did you say no to him? <laughs> um, yeah. Well, did, when you proposed, mm. Gareth, you're yeah, the only was, one here, it was, I, pr- it was I presume, me, but who's proposed. You've been married. How did that happen? Oh, yeah. That's a good point. <laughs> I'd completely forgotten about that. <laughs> he was drunk, he couldn't remember. I don't think I did propose, you know, I think I just... Well, how did you end up getting married? Um... <laughs> 
No, honestly, I don't remember any proposal as such. Uh, I think I just... A war of attrition. Just the slow dawning... I think it was like it a, was a surprise, you know. Let's <laughs> a let's surprise. go. Let's go out. And do you mind wearing this white dress? <laughs> a surprise wedding. That's a really good point, though. I do not remember any sort of proposal at all. But you don't remember much pr- prior to nineteen ninety-two. No, true. But I was I, I, I was sober at the mm. time. Well, I'll, I'll dwell on that. So, how did you propose? Um, I did it on um, the bridge between Windsor and Eton. Which um, is nice. Yeah. And I got um, Laura. We went and. Oh, were you in a school little, at the time? In a little shopper, no. <laughs> but I did go to school in Eton. But, oh, how but, fabulous. But, but primary school. Oh. So not oh, anything that would impress you. Okay. So, so how, how did you do it? Um, I, um, I got down on one knee and asked her oh. to marry me. And she got me an engagement earring. Well, I suppose as you were down on one knee, it was a good <laughs> right level for fitting that. <laughs> so you didn't get her an engagement ring? Yeah, no, I did as well, yeah. Oh, so there was jewellery all over the place. <laughs> yeah. Oh. So, oh, you've really got me now that I can't remember at proposing. It's quite a big thing, isn't it? It is. You didn't, you didn't consider... You know, some people do quite elaborate plans and they hide the ring and all that and go for a walk and then you didn't think I'd just tuck it under the bridge... No, that's... <laughs> well, sorry about that. That was more of a wedding night thought. Yeah. Um, you, didn't, you didn't risk that? No. I didn't do anything like that. Mm, OK. Well, I, I, I very much like the idea of mm. the, the ex-girlfriend as well, because you've got to be pretty confident that that relationship is completely dead in the water to propose to someone else. Mm. Perhaps he could have hidden the ring in his ex-girlfriend. <laughs> Without uh, her even... Just could, give his, you know, wife to be a knife and slash her way in. Well, what he could have done is he could have proposed to the ex-girlfriend out of the blue. She, you know, so there's, so she's wearing the engagement ring and that could have been his hoax. Mm. And he could have said, will you marry me? And just reached across and said, mm. here's the ring here. Or maybe he wanted to reserve, so he said he wanted to ask that woman to marry me, and if she said no, he'd go, well, what about you? <laughs> <laughs> oh, I've done that on horrible nights after gigs. <laughs> Saying well, you want to come to my room, and someone said no, and I've said to the mate, "What about you? Oh. Isn't that terrible?" Oh. Yeah, I feel bad looking back on that. <laughs> and then the other mate, "What about you? Do you know anyone? Do you know anyone who'll still be up?" <laughs> oh God! Can oh, you no. imagine being person number three in that ghastly chain? People, what it's someone who you haven't seen who then turns up, and you've already committed. That is. That's like a blind ballot. Right? I mean, that, that, that's fab. Yeah, that is quite exciting, but also slightly terrifying. <laughs> but I have done that. I have got, well, you've never got any friends that want to come over. Wow. Oh. I know. It's terrible. You know, you were asking me why I'd never date another comedian. <laughs> <laughs> I think you just answered your own you question. Think, mm. Yeah, fair play. Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio. Absolute Radio.